Hi, I'm Katherine Flashner, and welcome to The Truth Is, a podcast dedicated to speaking the truth, the truth of who we are, what we experience, and what we dream of. Our goal here is twofold. The first order of business is to unpack why we historically, and in so many spaces today, don't speak our truth. Why do we hide who we really are? Why do we doubt what we go through? Why do we hesitate to take up more space in the world? From that awareness, we'll next discover what happens when we do share our truthful stories. What happens to us, those around us, and to our community at large? My hope is that you will walk away from these conversations with a sense of strength and responsibility to speak more boldly at home, at work, and in all facets of your life. Welcome to The Truth Is. Hi everyone, it's your host Katherine Flashner and welcome to The Truth Is. I feel like I have a live studio audience right now, except it's just one dog and he's asleep. But picture this, I'm sitting in my new apartment and it's not much more unpacked than if you listened in last week. I did get a washer and dryer today, so that's a big, big girl step. But (laughs) I'm sitting on the ground and my dog, who if you listened, if you if you listened, if you listened last week, I hadn't named him yet, but he has a name now. It's Leo. Oh my god, he looked at me. Maybe he knows it. But the funny thing is, he's lay he's a big boy. He's 95 pounds. It's okay, you're big boned. And he's laying across my sofa. He takes up most of the sofa. In fact, I had to take the back cushions off of the sofa so that he could comfortably lay without his limbs hanging off. He did fall off the couch once and oh my God, I hope he doesn't do it again. Point is he's laying across my sofa and I'm sitting on the ground across from him recording this episode. Quite the power dynamic. I can picture the dog. I don't know. I'm on this part of TikTok that's like dog trainer TikTok and they really... They give you an iron fist with some of this stuff. And I get it. It's good education. So I don't know how this is going to affect our overall power dynamic, but it is what it is. Before I get in any deeper to the actual content here, I want to give a quick shout out and make everyone aware of a really exciting podcast that just hit the, I don't know, hit the market, hit the streamers, I guess. It's by a dear friend of mine and my coach, the coach that I worked with undeveloping the truth is for all of 2021, Luca Petrucci. He has a new season of his podcast. His podcast is called Free to Be, and it's a conversation really to help you discover, accept, love, and express your authenticity so you can fully experience the freedom to be you. I would say Free to Be and the Truth is are brother sister podcasts if i may so be so bold there's a beautiful synergy there and what an exciting day to tell you about lucas podcast because yours truly is on an episode today 
never did I think I would be a guest on somebody's podcast. I just thought I'd be over here, you know, wheeling and dealing and interviewing people. But I felt privileged to be on his, especially the exciting new version of his long, he's like a podcast veteran podcasting journey. The episode I get into with him today is all about people-pleasing, something I could probably re-listen to for myself. It's called How to Stop People-Pleasing and Start Prioritizing Yourself in Your Own Happiness, a daily journey that I am on. And so I'll link that in my bio today. But please check out that episode and, of course, you know, give his podcast a follow because it's, it's worth your while. And Luca is actually a really great segue and point of reflection on what I want to talk to you about today. I want to talk to you about this lesson that I relearned this week and continue to learn. It's a mantra that I think my dear friend Blair put into the simplest, concise words for me. And the way she put it for me was, clear is kind. Now, as I think about Luca and who he's been in my life, I met him in 2021 on a fortuitous whim. I went on to hire him and partner with him as my coach to build this podcast. And it's interesting, one of the first lessons Luca taught me was, okay, if you're going to have a podcast out in this podcasting world with so many options, the foundational thing that we need to get to is what you, Catherine, want to say to the world. Like, what is your why? What is your truth? That's what your podcast needs to be. Because with so many options, people are going to come for you. And so you have to figure out how to be you most authentically. So it wasn't an easy process. It was excavating and getting down to the roots of what I want to say, and then building the structure on top of that and a plan on top of that. With that collaboration, I think one of the things, rather I know one of the things that made it so healthy was Luca's ability to be clear with me and direct with me and honest with me throughout the entire process. And there were clunky moments, for example, when we started to practice interviewing, he offered me feedback and he was direct and clear about, you need to stop saying this word so much. He didn't say it that way. He said it in a very compassionate, fun way. He said, you're going to go on a word diet for these words. Throughout the entire process, his honest, clear, direct feedback is what helped me create this thing that I now cherish so deeply. Clear is kind. It wasn't always easy to take his feedback. The perfectionism in me, the Enneagram 3 in me that wants to achieve and be good at everything and get the gold star, it wasn't easy to take in. And it was a gift every single time. Clear is kind. I was listening to a podcast earlier this week And I want to link it in the show notes. It's an episode on the podcast, Pulling the Thread with Elise Lunen. She's interviewing Melissa Urban, the founder of Whole30 and the author of several books. 
Then the whole conversation is about boundaries. So the whole thing is gold. But the nugget that I wanted to bring into this episode is this distinction that they make between nice and kind. I couldn't help myself. I went to the dictionary. One of the definitions of the adjective nice is to be polite, pleasing, agreeable, also socially acceptable, appropriate, fitting. Like those are the words that go with being nice. It's you're a very nice person. She's a nice girl. Nothing wrong with it, but I want to make the distinction that I've learned. It's feels a little bit more, shall I say, surface level to be nice person. As we think about kind, Merriam-Webster Dictionary says, kind is to be of a sympathetic or helpful nature. They take it a step further in the episode and bring in the etymology of the word kind, which is kin, to be one's family. And so there's something deeper at play with kind. And as I'm learning the distinction in many environments in my life right now, kind to me strikes me as a deeper commitment to oneself and to the other. And I want to share a personal example that came up for me just this week. The simple context is that I'm in a new job. I'm about three months in and it is the biggest leadership position and most responsibility I've ever had. And it's been three months of taking it all in, finding my feet on the ground. There's certainly been moments and I've talked about, you know, imposter syndrome and other things in previous episodes of second guessing if I can do th- do it and own it and navigate some of these complex circumstances that, you know, we're navigating as a company and many industries are navigating in the broader economy right now. The crux of this very honest conversation I had with a leader that I work with and for was her imparting on me the clarity and the honesty of, hey, we believe in you. And we need you to step into this and really own it. In the moment, it was hard to receive. The perfectionist in me had all sorts of feelings come up. Embarrassment, shame, wanting to duck out of the opportunity that was put in front of me. But as I stepped away from it and reflected on it, I was like, holy cow, what a gift to have someone want to be that direct and that honest and that clear with me. What I realized in that moment is kindness isn't always easy to impart on somebody and to receive. There's a deeper truth to it, a deeper vulnerability and a deeper risk to it. And in the few days after having that conversation, That conversation has given me the clarity that I needed to step into owning my new role and to not doubt myself in it and to believe my instincts and my ability in it. I wouldn't have had that productive shift if this leader didn't bring me her authentic, direct, clear kindness. I think this level of kindness goes hand in hand with respect And when you take the risk of being clear with someone and really honest with someone, I think it's a sign of respect for them and for you and for the relationship. 
And what I really learned this week was, wow, it's rare to get that level of transparent, honest, thoughtful feedback. And feedback from a place of, I really believe in you and I want what's best for you and I have full confidence in you. So certainly I'm learning that clear is kind in context of work and feedback at work. But I also reflect on it in the context of our personal relationships and even romantic relationships. I'm a bit of a late bloomer, I think, to romantic relationships. I think the messiness is, and perhaps the lack of being able to control the outcome is hard for me and has been historically hard for me. And probably just being vulnerable. We're in a good place now. I think I'm learning and growing. If I can think about one experience I had being in a relationship where I was with a person that was expressing that they loved me. I, in my gut, wasn't feeling the same way. I was really scared of admitting that to myself and to this person. And I avoided it for quite some time. I avoided the truth. And for good reason. I think I was scared of being alone. I was scared of hurting someone and losing someone that was really special. But I think big or small, when we avoid telling the truth, we have to hold it in and it creates a lot of suffering. Once we finally had that honest conversation and could get to the other side of the clarity of what was happening, which was that I didn't have the same feelings that they did, what I realized was, whoa, that level of clarity was allowed us both, I think, to take a sigh of relief and to move forward in a way that was best for each of us individually. And in hindsight, what I realized was that level of clarity was the respectful and kind thing for that person. And sometimes I think when we avoid the truth of our feelings and the truth of our experience, even though it might hurt someone, it is the kind and respectful thing to do. You know, I don't think we're here to control how we feel. All we can do is be honest about it. I think about the fundamental exercise and the acting technique that I study. It's called the Meisner technique. And the crux of it is it invites you to just live truthfully as an actor in imaginary circumstances. But it's taught me a lot about living truthfully in my day-to-day life and in my, in my real relationships. And what I've learned from it is that you might have someone across from you that you have a feeling that's scary to share because it might have implications on them. But when you share it, what I find is on the other side of that risk to share is true authentic connection. And that's really what this is all about. The risk of getting real and the risk of being honest with each other out of love, out of respect. And if there's any fear that like they can't handle it, we're big girls and boys. We can do it. We can handle the truth. Not to be confused with Jack Nicholson screaming, you can't handle the truth in the courtroom. The last piece I'd leave us with on the topic of clear is kind, to be clear, to be honest, is to be kind, is can we turn that on ourselves? 
And this is probably actually the starting point. It is the starting point. If you're going to be honest with others in your personal lives, at your, at your work, in your work, it's got to start with being clear and honest with yourself. And I want to end with a brief meditation, a brief reflection. And if you're like, oh, I'll end here because I don't, I'm not in a space to meditate, try it on. Maybe you're in the grocery store, you're out for a walk. Even if you're driving, you don't need to close your eyes. Try on this stillness, this present moment with me. If you are in a space where you can sit comfortably and close your eyes, do that now. Wherever you are, though, take a deep breath in. Let it go. Notice what you're feeling right now. Put your attention right on your breath. Let the muscles in your face relax. Let your jawbone go. Let your tongue go. Let your shoulders relax down your back. Let go of any tension. You land in your body. Notice what your attention's on if you're out in the world, if you're sitting still at home. And notice you're here right now. You're breathing. You're with me. I'm talking to you. Let that all be an anchor to just being right here in your body in the present moment. And can you get clear on what's your mood? How are you feeling? And don't say fine, happy, sad, angry, anxious, grieving, no wrong answer, just the honest answer. Actually, there is a wrong answer. The wrong answer is not being honest with yourself. As you're with yourself, just with you right now, is there something you're not being honest with yourself about? You can call it into awareness and not have any pressure to fix it or change it, but just be aware of it. What if you admitted it to yourself, something you're not saying, maybe to someone in your life, maybe to you? Can you give yourself clarity right here the clarity on how you feel any area of your life that you could get clear get honest about the truth of the situation nothing to do about it just see it just own it acknowledge it To be clear is to be kind. Start with you. Know that the practice of getting clear and kind with yourself 
allows you to go give that to others and receive it from others. Take a deep breath in. Let it go. No more holding on, no more controlling. Let it flow. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me today on The Truth Is. I hope today's episode has left you with a sense of strength and responsibility to trust your truth and tell your story. If you've enjoyed this episode, you can hit the subscribe and follow button or write us a review on Apple Podcasts or just share it with a friend or an enemy. I don't know. Share what you learned and love about this episode and connect with me on your Instagram at the truth is underscore underscore podcast. Yes, it's a double underscore. New episodes drop every Friday wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. That's all for now, folks. Namaste.